so few people have control over their own fate. You just hope that whoever's got you out there will be compassionate. Game ain't never gonna be fair. Not for us down here. It never is. There's power in the truth. Guilty or not, everyone deserves a defense. true justice there's only the illusion of justice the fantasy that truth always prevails who the fuck wants to be any part of that does everyone feel mason hates them or just his friends And so, after three years, it's been a long three years, Perry Mason, the retelling, the origin story of Perry Mason, has returned to HBO. And welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I am elated. I am intrigued. I just watched the first episode of the second season. It's been a long time coming with these HBO shows. Two years, three years. Um, it's it's exquisite, and I and I loved it. And um, what's weird is they don't play the theme, so I, I like playing the theme when I'm whenever I'm going to talk about Perry Mason on this podcast. So. Oh my goodness. Matthew Reese is back. The whole cast is back. It's um it's getting dark. But it's and and I have to say this is not your grandparents Perry Mason. And I've said that before as I said the other night because my grandparents watched Perry Mason. That is they're they're both gone now, all four of them. That was their generation, whether it was on my father's side or my mother's side. That was their generation. They would sit in front of the television, black and white TV, and they'd watch Perry Mason. And then in the 80s and 90s, the Perry Mason specials and the Matlock. Remember Matlock? Um, so, yeah. In fact, I, uh, as I say that, I think of my friend who is... I don't know where are you right now he's somewhere on Long Island and um, he uh, I I think I've talked about him before on here he has he got a brand new heart in 2018 five years ago almost five years ago but during that time he would do rehab he would for his heart before he got it all fixed and everything and he would joke with me how they would watch Matlock or Murder, She Wrote <laughs> at, at the at the uh, gym that he went to because it was, I think, a cardiac gym. And he was the youngest person there. Fascinating. And um, as I talk about Matlock, I, I, whoa, 
that just freaked me out i i think of him <laughs> and yeah uh, that means i got a package coming <laughs> but hey the real package is perry mason on hbo um the retelling i mean it's an origin story but it's also a retelling and um there's some different things in perry mason it's more inclusive in this world that we live in if you think of the of films and television and how oh god <laughs> and how we uh have uh these casts and everyone is being represented i think that's a great thing and the thing about perry mason that i wanted to talk about um is uh the fact that a few of the characters are lgbtq and um you know not not Perry Mason. Uh, that would be interesting. I mean, Matthew Reese himself played a gay character on Brothers and Sisters. If you remember Brothers and Sisters, he played Kevin, and Sally Field played his mother, and Luke McFarlane from Bros, and those Hallmark movies who in real life is gay, um, played his boyfriend Scotty. So it, yeah. So this is this is uh you know not Matthew Reese's first foray now uh, um, Perry Mason he is playing Perry Mason Perry Mason is straight but a few of the other characters in fact I think his friend Stella or Della she's a lesbian and then um, the fellow lawyer that she has is uh, played by Justin Hurt from the Weeds and he plays a gay character so <coughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's inclusive, and um, yeah, I mean, I I absolutely love it. Oh my goodness, this the series. Where where is it gonna go? Um, a lot of a lot of questions. You know, with the HBO series, and you know, I joke with people. It's like, um with HBO and with television you know yeah we're getting a little spoiled here you know because net network television really isn't where it's at anymore it it kind of crawled away yeah you've got shows on there and, and CBS and ABC and NBC are trying to reel you in but the streaming platforms really have won and the cable networks have jumped on that and I and I like that because you know I didn't I didn't grow up with HBO and here I am now I can watch HBO I have to pay for it and Showtime and Hulu and and Netflix and um so yeah it's it's a it's a good thing to be able to access this content the way that we can but Perry Mason you know like I said before my brother was the one um who recommended it to me and um he also recommended Bosch. I'm still I'm still finishing up Bosch. But um Perry Mason, you know, there's the original and there is now this 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 new kind of um I mean the way this the series is told 
and the way it kind of just jumps at us. And um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, here's, here's something lighthearted. Matthew Reese talking about the current season. So that kind of road to discovery is, is being played out on, on camera. Um, it, it, it's like the luxury of season one when Mason, you know, you, again, in real time, Mason is staggering his way to becoming a trial lawyer, whereby you don't have to come in day one and be this very slick um, kind of performance level trial lawyer. I was allowed to kind of bumble and fumble in front of everyone as Mason did. And that goes the same for season two, where he's in so much transition, you're allowed to do it, like I said, in real time and on camera. And that, I think, as an actor, is, is a real luxury. I suppose a small concern I had was that we don't just take off from the end of season one when all the, the garden was rosy for Mason and, you know, his name's on the door and his feet are on the desk. Um, you know, I was like, well, where, where does he go from here? And I was, I was, I was relieved, almost so excited when they kind of said, well, listen, when we find him six months later, he's, he's having a real crisis of faith about himself, about his own capabilities or qualifications and how he's dealing with that kind of imposter syndrome. Yeah. So I like the kind of about turn they took on it um, from seasons one to two. There was one moment when we were filming uh, a big court scene, I won't say what happens, and we'd all been in there for uh, three days. Oh, and um, and it was kind of emotional. We'd all been on such a journey with each other through this season of really collaborating and figuring out what we wanted to say this year. And so Matthew, Chris, and I were on the phone a lot, talking a lot, and having script meetings, like really sort of hashing out because we cared so much about these characters. So those are the actors of Perry Mason talking about it. But talking about it is one thing versus diving into it. If I can try my best to have us dive into what is season two. I am, um, well, I mean, I have, well, yeah, I can't, I can't because I'm trying to access it. But I mean, if you want, if you want a series that is crime and it's intrigue, and at the same time, this is a period drama taking place in the 1930s. The origin story, the retelling of a very iconic character, Perry Mason. I would so dive into it. What this series really brings is, I mean, first of all, you have to, you have to tell people that this is, this, is, this is a retelling of Perry Mason because they'll be like, wait a minute, didn't that end in the 60s? So yeah, there's there's a lot of weight to it. Now, the series is available on HBO Now, Max, Hulu, YouTube TV, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Vudu. So, um, oh, I like this. I like this. Um, this is fascinating. I I don't usually read reviews but here we go Perry Mason delivers a stronger case in its film noirish second season HBO's dark revisionist version of Her Perry Mason didn't reach its top tier of dramas in the first season okay I disagree with that 
becomes considerably close in the second, achieving a film noirish cool that leaps deeply into LA confidential territory, filtering race, sexuality, and the corrupting influence of wealth through a 1930s lens. The series feels more relevant and compelling as the glimpse of the present through that through the past. Okay, all right, yeah. So that's as that's as much as it as I'll read. Um, but for me, you know, I'm a I'm a film person and I love the films of the '30s and and that period drama, and even now how we can tell that and um, you know the inclusion of you know these different characters you know you've got I I think his uh, um, his receptionist is Asian and one of his partners is African American and the woman Della uh, Della she's a lesbian and uh, the gentleman who helped him become a lawyer is, is gay and so you have all these different characters meeting together, playing together in this sandbox of acting, which is so fun. And I and I think it's great. You know, you don't just have to go to Star Wars to find people who look like you. The inclusiveness of the wonderful Star Wars universe. Especially the Mandalorian. You know, without going off script here, oh, I don't really have a script. <laughs> I always tell people who love the Mandalorian. I say, well, you know, the Mandalorian is Latino. And they go, what? Pedro Pascal. Oh. But then they, they want to know if Baby Yoda is Latino. Well, maybe they have a dubbed Baby Yoda speaking Spanish. I don't know. That would be something now, wouldn't it? Huh. So the, here's here's where I'm going with this. With um, Perry Mason. This HBO. I mean, <laughs> if, if Raymond Burr were alive today. And he saw what HBO... I, I wonder how he would receive it. That the character is being seen through a different lens. A lens that almost mirrors 20th, 21st century. I mean, you think about it. This series premiered during the pandemic. And here we are. Three years... or This almost three years... March 13th is uh, when we were all told to stay home and um, things changed and we watched a lot of television and we watched a lot of films at home and um, Perry Mason was one of those series that came back into the forefront and I remember watching it and just watching it late nights and enjoying myself That's, that's really when I can enjoy a series of that magnitude I did. I enjoyed it. It's it's an adult show. It's an adult show. So if you have kids, put them to bed. Don't don't watch it with them. <laughs> I am a child of the '80s. Trust me, there were three of us, and so any chance they got, they would see this. The shows that my parents watched were, you know, they were not HBO. We didn't have HBO. It was Falcon Crest and Dallas and Dynasty and. Um, Columbo and Hunter and then for me the Golden Girls and Designing Women and you know um, Knott's Landing I mean yeah the 80s were a very interesting time and those situations they would explain them to me what was going on if I had any questions you know I, I didn't 
associate two people in bed with sex. I didn't know what that was. I didn't. I just thought they were probably taking a nap or, but then, you know, they would have their, they'd not have clothes on. It's like, oh, okay, are they going to go swimming? What's going on? Are they too? Yeah, yeah. And then as I, I think I was eight or nine and I kind of figured it out. And that's when you have all those questions. And so the series now, they don't leave it to the imagination, but I, that's how I like my television as an adult and being able to see these characters through a different lens and um it's magnificent it's magnificent that's that's the that's always the cool thing you know uh the teenager inside of me is like oh my god i get to watch this series and then i get to go in my car and i get to go to a concert and then i get to do this and then i get to make money you know and um yeah so that's what it's like to be an adult I'm not totally there yet because I, I don't I haven't bought a house yet. When I've bought a house, then we can say I'm an adult. Until then, I'm still 18, 19, trapped inside a 42-year-old body. <laughs> it's it's truly Freaky Friday. But the the real cool thing is getting to watch these series and immersing myself in them in the in the situations and. Um, then you remember that it's a series it's television it's not real and that's why i prefer television over reality tv if it's scripted if it's a drama if it is a comedy then it's right there for me and so yeah it's it's good to have perry mason back after almost three years i have been waiting for it you know, um, people I've talked to, it's like, oh my God, when is Perry Mason going to come back? And um, he's back. Matthew Reese, by the way, was nominated for an Emmy for playing Perry Mason. Didn't win. I'm trying to remember who won. Um, who won? You know, it, it was deserving. It was des- He'd already won for the Americans. But Perry Mason, I, I I wanted him to win. I mean, it was it was that good, you know. No, not everyone liked it. Um, but see, that's where you know you kind of you have to listen to your own voice. And I've talked about that before, you know. Whether with with me, it's bands, you know. Not a lot of people like Miss Sugar or Tool. I love them. Not a lot of people like Period Pieces. I love them. So, for HBO to do this, you know, on the backdrop, you know, because you've got Succession and you've got The Last of Us. And right there, you've got Perry Mason. So, I hope you all enjoy it. It's available on HBO, HBO Max. And um, it's hard to believe it's Monday. It feels like Wednesday. As always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>